Perfect timing. Okay, Reboisai, how are you? Today we have one of the most fascinating Dapim and Shas. So it's a good thing you're here with us today. Today's Shir is being sponsored. L'zeichen Nishmasimi, Sheindel Bas Aroin. Listhaus, I hope I pronounced it well. Maybe it's Listhaus, I don't know. I hope so. By her son, Dr. Alan Listhaus, and his sisters, Beverly Fink, this is an overachieving family, Dr. Michelle Nordlich, Dr. Cindy Dobrinsky, and Lilu Nishmas Chaim Tzvi Ben Moshe Gershon Goldzweig. I knew this tzaddik personally. He was the mashgiach. I was a caterer for a bunch of years in Chicago, and he was the Rav Machsher. I shouldn't say mashgiach. He's the Rav Machsher. He actually never really came by, only a couple of times. But Rabbi Goldzweig is a big name in Chicago. He's a rav, a very chashav person, sponsored by Simcha Lichter, who's on every single day. And uh, Nochem Horowitz, his mother was Nifter yesterday, Tzipayra, Shprinza, Bas, Yaakov, Shraga, the Neshamas, should have an Aliyah. Um, about 50 days ago, I read one of the most emotional emails that I've received. And it goes something like this. I'm almost 70. Went so fast. This is the first time I learned Gemara since high school. Etc., etc., Nehemiah Mesh from Hamilton, New Jersey. Today, I want to read to you another email that breaks this person's record. He's almost 70. This comes from Tzvi Fine, Donnie Fine's father. Ellie, through the years, I've attended Shurim on and off in New York. However, I wasn't such a dedicated participant. Thankfully, over a year ago, I was fortunate to join my children and grandchildren in Israel. My son Donnie kept telling me about the Dafshir that he listens to every morning besides when he goes on a bike ride and he hurts himself. How much he enjoys it and told me that I should give it a try. Finally, when we were forced to stay home because of Corona, I decided to join this year. Now, at age of 75, I'm finally hooked on a year. Now, at the age of 75, 75 Rabbi Isai, I'm finally hooked on a year. I make sure to wake up early so that I don't miss any of it. On a day that I cannot join in live, I listen to it on YouTube. It always amazes me how many people tune in from all over Israel as well as overseas. You make it so interesting and even fun. I hope to be inspired by you for a long time to come. Thank you, Tzvi Fine. It's unbelievable. Thanks. Beautiful, beautiful email. And I said maybe we have to change my favorite line that I ever heard was at Asim Ashas by Rabbi Socher Friend. And he said, it's never too little, it's never too late, and it's never enough. And maybe we could change it around a little bit. It's never too late. Tzvi Fine and Nehemiah Mesh. It's never too early. We have that tzaddik, David Factor, eight years old, comes every single day. Even when his father is out of town, he comes by himself. And we have all those other children. And today is just the perfect day to start the daf. Because no matter what, we don't say we're going to start at the next Masechta, we're going to start at the next Perek, and the next Mishnah. You start right now, today. Today is the perfect day. No matter how old you are, today. So, wow, beautiful email. Um, real quickly, we have a very special 
uh, picture today. Our favorite person from Baltimore, besides Nachum Horowitz and all the other guys from Baltimore, is official from official catering. And he made it big, big time. This week, he's in the Mishpach magazine, a four-page article about Fischl. So if you see him right over there, he looks a little sleepy when he, he's on because it's like one o'clock in the morning. In the picture, he looks nice and vibrant and geschmack. And he's a whole beautiful article about the chesed that he does. It's unbelievable what he does. You've got to read this article. But for me and for you, the most important line here is all the way in the beginning, six lines down. Galvanized by an important life lesson he learned during Eli Stefanski's popular eight-minute daf shir on Brachas 53. And he goes on to say that he was inspired by the story of Rabbi Barbachana, that he, uh, the famous story, I'm not going to go through the whole thing again. You guys know what the story is, the golden dove. The basically, he forgot to say Birkas HaMazen, and he was worried that they're not going to stop the bus for him. So he made up a story and he said he forgot a golden dove, which wasn't true. And they stopped the bus, he went off and he said Birkas HaMazen, and sure enough he found the, the golden dove. And the vart was that when we go out of our comfort zone, HaKadosh Baruch Hu pays us. Sometimes it's hidden, sometimes it's begali, like by Rabbi Barbachana. And official since then kept on telling me, look, I got this golden dove. He did this maisa and something else happened. And you look at the article, when the electric went down in Baltimore, he opened up his catering hall and gave free meals to the whole world, etc., etc. The golden dove, you go out of your comfort zone, HaKadosh Baruch Hu finds a way to pay you, Kefal Keflaim. So here's official from official catering in Mishpacha magazine, check it out. We're very proud to have him as a big part of our shir. Zok Tehele Gemara, what a daf today, what a daf. Jam-packed. I mean, we could stop on every line and, and give uh, drushes and, and musr. We don't have to because the line, the Gemara itself, talks for itself. We're going to start out with a few halachas we have to finish off from yesterday. We're holding uh, 10 lines from the bottom of Kufi Zainu and Beis. Omar Avchiz, don't worry about it. If we don't finish the whole daf, we have tomorrow, and tomorrow we have beautiful stories of Yesim Shabbos, etc. We'll make it through, don't worry. Omar Avchiz, Wake up early Friday morning and start preparing for Shabbos. Start buying stuff for Shabbos. They prepared. We're talking about the man. They got up real early, but they prepared. Famous Chavetz Chaim that says, we know that Gehenim shuts off on Shabbos. Says the Chavetz Chaim that if you prepare for Shabbos, if you wake up early, then if somebody has to go to Gehenim, his Gehenim shuts off when he started preparing for Shabbos. So his Gehenim is not off for 24 hours, but his Gehenim can be off for 36 hours or whenever he started beforehand. Omer okay, I won't say any more words because we got to go weiter. Omer Shabbos A person has to do Lechem Mishnah on two chalas. Now the guy takes this literally and he says you have to slice the bread, both breads. So if you come to my house, a lot of people are like, what is going on? I just go right through both, all the way down to the bottom. Because it says over here, You have to cut them, but Rashi doesn't, it's not mashma like that. Mashma just to say the bracha on both. For the man. I saw Rav Kahana hold on to one, 
and cut, uh, hold on to both and cut one. Omar, Laktuksiv, it doesn't say they cut it, it says they grabbed it. They, they gathered it. Rebbe Zeiro, have a botza kula You might remember this Gemara from Mesechtas Brachas. Rebbe Zeiro made giant pieces of challah. Enough, each piece was large enough for the whole Suda. Kovat Shabbos. He looks like a fresser. Who eats such giant pieces? Since during the week he doesn't make such large pieces, it doesn't look like a fresser. We just had a similar thing. That if you don't have a second pair of clothing, you, you're poor, you take your clothing, your work clothes, and you make them longer for Shabbos. Says the Gemara, you look like a Balgaiva, it looks like you're wearing a frack. We just had a few days ago. Gemara says, no. Since during the week you don't wear it like that, everybody understands. Rebbe Ami, Rebbe Asi, I have to slow down because Tzvi Fine sometimes asks Dani where we finished off because at the end of the year I'm flying and he can't hold, can't hold up. So I don't want him to, to start asking where we are in the beginning of the year. I got to slow down over here. But we have a lot to do. So we got a problem. Rebbe <clears throat> Rebbe they made an Eruv. Made Eruv. People made Eruv. Every week it went to somebody else. They prefer to make the Hamaiti on the Eruv because the Eruv is already a mitzvah. You're supposed to use mitzvahs. Here's Ezra Abrams or Boisai. We're going to have a group in Australia. Ezra Abrams. We're going to do the semen. And somebody just wrote to me. Cheski. I'm going to read it. How come you didn't mention Brazil? Brazil also. Italy with the Netzers. Switzerland with the... I forgot who they are. France. We just had a guy in France. All over the world, Bezer Hashem. <clears throat> Yosef, get ready, not to sleep, days and nights, you're going to have to coordinate all this. It's better to do two mitzvahs for one piece of bread than one mitzvah. How many meals is a person supposed to eat on Shabbos? We know, Shalosh Sudais, comes from the Sugya. Shalosh, three. Four. Look at this Pasuk. This is the last chart for today. Everything in red. It says in one pasuk hayoyim. Three times. Why? Three meals. You should eat today. Funny pasuk. Three times. Rebchitzah says, yeah, that's hayoyim. What does yoyim mean? Day. In the daytime, three meals. <clears throat> in the nighttime, it's another meal. No, those three meals include the night. Friday night is one, Shabbos day is two, Shabbos afternoon is three. Tanan, I'll prove it from Mishnah. Enough of Lake of Lily Shabbos, Dafkofut Chesomad Aleph, not sponsored by official. We save three meals. My love, the Leocha. Lechaira, it means you have to save three meals because that's how many meals you have left. So we're going to have the same riot three times, so we can fly through it. It means, and Rebbe Chitka is going to explain, he already ate one meal. If he ate one meal, he has three meals left. says in our mission that if he's already in the morning, so now he only has two meals left, he should save two meals. Isn't it talking about that he didn't eat, and that's what he has left? He'll, he'll be doichek and say he already ate. It says you, you save one meal. He already ate. Ask the Gemara, but here's the question. Rabbi says, no matter what on the day, it doesn't matter what day it is, what part of the day, at night, in the morning, you could always save three meals. 
Mechlal, the Tanakama, Gimel Sviril. There is no Machlaikas, how many meals you, you have to eat. It's just the Machlaikas is how many meals you could save. In other words, everybody agrees to the same idea that it's three meals. Where does Rabbi Chitka come into the Mishnah? You're right. The Mishnah has nothing to do with Rabbi Chitka. It's a new Shita that you need four meals. We actually don't pass him like him, obviously. But he doesn't fit into the Mishnah at all. Gemara continues, pressing, a person has nothing. He doesn't have anything to his name. Zero. He has two meals to his name. That's how poor he is. Tamchoy is a soup house. They have it here in Bet Shemesh. But not in our neighborhood. We're too chashev. We are the Anglo, the Anglo neighborhood. In the other neighborhood, in Bet, they have a soup house. Anybody can walk in, have a meal. Now, there are people that are too proud to go into a soup house. So, like in our neighborhood. So, in our neighborhood, we have a kupa. Exactly what the Gemara is saying. A tamchoy is every day. You go in, you get your meal. You go out. A kupa, and it's a beautiful place to give tzedakah because the receiver doesn't know you're giving and the giver doesn't know who's receiving. It's one of the best type of tzedakahs. But anyway, you give to the kupa, which Yisrael Mayor Simon, he's on somewhere, who comes to the share every day. He runs the kupa. He's part of the kupa. Tremendous job that they do. Akopanim, the kupa gives tzedakah once a week. They give you these vouchers. They have a certain time that they give it to you. They don't give it to you every day. So, if you have two meals, says Rashi, if you have two meals and you go to the soup house, you're a ganav. You're so poor, all you have is two meals, you're a ganav. Why? Because you're taking away from another poor person. But if you have 14 meals, meaning for seven days, two times seven, you have 14 meals, you shouldn't take from the, from the weekly Kupa. Mani, that doesn't go. Loi rabban of doesn't go according to anybody. Why? Because you forgot about Shabbos. Seven times two is 14. But the seventh day called Shabbos, you need three meals. So that should be 50 meals. Or according to Rebbe Chitka, you need 16 meals. Where did the 14 come in here? Says so the Gemara, no, you actually have just enough. Friday, you have two meals. So you'll eat one in the morning, one at night. Shabbos, all you need is two meals. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. The problem is that people used to eat their meal all the way at night. They don't want to be hungry at night. So they eat one in the morning, one at night. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, you know what to do. Make it a little earlier. Take that night meal and make it during Shal Shudas. Evening, so he'll go hungry for a few hours. Nishke Ferlach. So, okay, so that only could work with Rabbanon. But according to Rabbi Chitka, that there's 16 meals, where do you sneak away a 16th meal? I feel the time Rabbi Chitka. Did I read that? Whatever you want to eat at the nighttime, eat it during the daytime of Shabbos, during Shal Shudas. It could go even according to Rabbi Chitka. Whatever you're going to eat Friday night, in other words, you had a meal Friday morning. The second meal for Friday that they gave you, use it for Friday night. I'll tell you no, don't eat anything Friday night. Use that on Shabbos. So now on Shabbos you have three meals. So what happened? I ate a meal Friday morning breakfast, and now I starved all the way to Friday, all the way to Shabbos morning, 24 hours I didn't eat. What, I'm going to force him into a tainas? 
Now, some people say it's a good thing to fast. Maybe it's not such a good thing to fast. It's a machlaik, it's whether, but I can't force the guy to fast. Okay, this makes a lot of sense. Says Rabbi Kiva, if you are a Nitzrach, like Rabbi Pesach Waxman likes to say, he's a Nitzrach. Literally, it's a Lashem from the Gemara, Nitzrach. So, a Nitzrach doesn't, shouldn't all of a sudden be starting to be Makbed on how many Sudas. Oh, I, Rabbi Sai, I need three meals, because the Gemara says you need three meals. Hey, you're a Nitzrach, you're going to do with two meals. So it's an interesting concept. When a person takes from tzedakah, he has to be careful. What he takes. Don't take, maybe to fill up your car with gas. Don't take to, to do a third meal on Shabbos. That's not what you need. What the tzibur has to give you is two meals. Tyson just points out, because I'm not saying la'alacha, because Tyson points out that if a person is already in Nitzrach, he already comes on to, to tzedakah, then he could take the three meals. Then it's fine. Okay. If a person is poor and he's going from place to place, he shows up to the city, what does the city have to give this guy? They give him enough bread this year. Basically, it's six eggs worth, but Rashi points out that's flour. Bread is double the price of flour. It's enough for two meals. But Tzimtzum. Lon, if he wants to stay overnight, they have to give him enough to pay for his bed, the Gemara says, in a second, that it's going to be a bed and a pillow. But here's the problem. It says if he stays over for Shabbos, they give him three meals. Reb Chitka says four meals. Over here you see it's only three meals. He showed up with a meal. Look, nobody travels empty-handed completely. Besides me, when I was a bacher, I flew to Europe, I had no food on me, I forgot about food. But a normal person brings a food, some food, at least one meal. So he has one meal with him, it's normal. Let, let's check out your suitcase. You have a meal? Eat that meal. But look, he came with a meal. In other words, he doesn't want to travel without any food. So what, are you going to send him off without food? Yeah, when he leaves, they'll give him another meal. But right now, you have to use what you have. You have a meal, eat it for Shabbos. We'll provide two, you provide one, together you have three meals. Or four meals, according to Rabbi Chitka. My parnos is lino. What does it mean you have to give, provide him for the night? Omer papa, puria, bed, ubeisadio, and a pillow. Not like a hotel room with a TV and the whole thing. You give him a basic bed, and pillow, whatever that means. Are you allowed to do dishes on Shabbos? Depends. If you're at Friday night and you want to use those dishes for Shabbos morning, or you're Shabbos morning, you want to use the dishes for Shabbos afternoon, great. But if you're putting the dishes away for Sunday, no good. Friday night, you could use them for the morning. You could do it for the morning. Shabbos. It's not preparing for the weekday. I'm preparing for Shabbos. Like making a bed. Can I make a bed on Shabbos? Well, it depends when you're making the bed. Friday night for Shabbos morning, if you're going to take a nap, great. But if it's Friday, Shabbos afternoon, we said you cannot make your bed. Same thing here. You can make, <coughs> there's another suda. So, you're washing the dishes for that suda. 
However, for Minchanan, this almost sounds like Reb Chitka's shita, but for Minchanan, it's for Sunday, no good, do not wash your dishes. Avol, koisus vikitoinios, anything that has to do with drinking, a cup, vikitoinios, a ladle, utzloiches, a pitcher, mediach v'hoilach kalayim kulay, those you can wash all day long, lefisha in kevalashtia, you have no idea when you are going to drink next, which reminds me I should drink a little bit. Taisa points out, an amazing halacha, not a, I'm not passing halacha ma'isa, don't pass halacha ma'isa, because you have to go through the whole Taisas, and Taisas later on there's a sheet in Taisas, not like that. But very interesting, it's something to think about. When we go to sleep before a fast, and we don't say, I want to get up early so I could drink before the fast, eat before the fast, we all know, you have to make it night. You have to say, before you go to sleep, I plan on getting up at 3, 4 in the morning, I'm going to drink real quickly and go back to sleep. If you don't say that, you're not supposed to eat in the morning. Says Taisus, that only applies to food, but not to drink. Very interesting. Because drink, we don't know when we're going to drink. So, you could drink all night long. Then Taisus says, you didn't want to be mekel so much like that. The last, last line on the page. Taisus starts off. You could drink. Fine. Not Allah Lamaisa. But interesting Taisus. Omar Pazi. If you keep the three meals on Shabbos, <clears throat> you do Shabbos Shabbos. It's like a midah, can I get midah, it seems like. You do three meals on Shabbos, you'll be saved from the three terrible Puronios. When Mashiach comes, there are going to be bad times for the people around. And from Gehenim. The famous war, you'll be saved from all that. So going back to that Pasuk, since we have Yoim, all these Yoims in here, so we have three Yoims that we can darshan. Now, if we were in the base Medrash and we had Judah and Nachman Seltzer, and Levi Friedman, we'd be singing now this song. Since I'm hoarse already for the last four months, so there will be no song. So it says, Yoim. Yoim, Yoim, Zer Shava, you're going to be saved from that time. Okay, so it says by Gehenim also Yom, it says in that passage that we had on Shabbos, Yom three times, so we take one of those, use it for this. Great, so we see a correlation between day and day, Shabbos and, and all these three Puranas. If you keep the three meals, which we said Yom means meal, that's how we learn the three meals from the word Yom. So if you keep those three Yom meals, you'll be saved from these three Yom, Gehenim, Chevli Mashiach, etc. <coughs> if a person delights with Shabbos, Oynik Shabbos, the Gemara is going to explain what that means. They give him endless nachla, endless inheritance, or whatever the word is. Then, Beautiful psukim that we had the other day from Yeshaya. Then you will delight with Hashem, on Hashem, with Hashem. 
and I will give you a ride, high above the, the land, and I'll provide for you the turning of is sponsored by the famous official from Mishpacha magazine, Nachlas Yaakov Avicha. So what am I going to give you? I'm going to give you the heritage, the Nachla, the inheritance of Yaakov Avinu. Not of Ram, not of Yitzchak, but of Yaakov. Says the Gemara, like Avram, Larka. Okay, I'm giving you this land right over here. Like Yitzchak, not like Yitzchak, all these guys over here. Yaakov is different. You will go all over the world. You'll be from Australia to, to Brazil to Chicago to everywhere. If you're misanig with Shabbos, you do oinig Shabbos, which the Gemara is going to describe in a minute, you'll be completely saved from the oppression of Golos, from the exile, from, from Golos that we're in. Which we just read. And therefore, it shows you that you will be saved from the Golos. If you delight with Shabbos, they'll give you whatever you want. Another good song. will give you the desires of your heart. What is this? I'm telling you, I got to start saying these psukim every Shabbos. The Karasal Shabbos are beautiful. It's the concept. And there's actually a discussion in the Rishonim. Is this idea of Oynik Shabbos, is it a Doiraisa? Or is it Nevi'im? But it's certainly something very important. Oynik Shabbos. To go out of your way. To do something special for Shabbos. Angoy, what do you do? Okay, don't get nervous. In those days, beets were a beautiful, amazing dish. So you make a beet dish. A very large fish. And heads of garlic. Now, in our days, it's a little different. Whatever the Shukhar says, whatever is common in your area, in your days, that's what you do. So if meat is the way to go, and wine, and all the, the foods that we eat, the fish, that's what you do. So, first time my wife came to my house after we got engaged. So, she asked us before Shabbos, what time is the Suda in the morning? So we told her it's about 7.30 in the morning. She said, 7.30, you mean 7.30 at the evening? No, in the morning. So what do you mean? She said, well, we done Vesikin. what's that? Explain to her, well, we get up, you know, 4 in the morning, we go to Shul, and we're ready to eat the chont at 7.30. 7.30? She couldn't believe it. So anyway, okay, she gets up, Nebuch, at like 7.30. She's there for the meal. She sits down. And my mother, Allah Shalom, brings out a half a grapefruit with sugar. She takes one look at it. No, that's okay. I'll, I'll go for the next thing. So the next thing was, the next thing on the menu was chalant. But not just chalant in a pot. 
Every, got, every person got their own little bowl. That's what they got. She looks at it. She's, I'll go for the next thing. The chant was over. Rabbi Yisai My father starts benching. It's 7.45 and he starts benching. It's like, what? And she's, she's hungry. I didn't realize how bad it was until I went to my in-law's house. I go to my in-law's house. And my mother-in-law pulls out the turkey, a giant turkey. And then she pulls out the duck, then the roast, then the veal. And I'm not exaggerating. This is how it goes every single Shabbos. No one touches the turkey. A yeshiva comes every single Sunday and they take all the food. Why does she make turkey? No one knows. With the stuffing, with everything. Six different types of meat. I happen to like a certain type of meat. She makes it three days before in the crack pot for me. And then this one likes that. And my kids like fried that. I'm not, it's me sugar what goes on there. And I'm thinking to myself, she just sat in my house and they served her one bowl of chont. So, but that's the Gemara here. Oynik Shabbos. We're going to see that maybe my mother was Mekayim and Oynik Shabbos. Over here it's the Tavshel Shal Trodim, Ivid Dogim Gdoilim, Verashi Shuman, Rebchir Verashi Omarav, Afilu Dover Mu'at. If you can't afford it, Rabbi Isai, you can't afford it, just push it, don't have it. Afilu Dover Mu'at. Even a small amount. Vilik Kavayit Shabbos or so, and you did it for Shabbos, like a child. Harez Oynik. You're Makayim the Mitzvah, Mahi, Omarav Papa, Kosa the Harasinah. Like small sardines, baked in oil. So child is even better than that. If you keep Shabbos with the proper halachas, <clears throat> even if you worship idols, like the generation of Enosh, they'll forgive you. What's the pasuk over there? The fame we say it. You know when we say it on a tiny tzibur. In the Haftarah, the Shu Hashem, Behimotzai, and this is the famous Pasuk. Shay Mir Shabbos Mechaloloi, if you are not Mechal Shabbos, says the Gemara, Al-Tikri Mechaloloi, Ela Macholoi. Don't read Mechaloloi, Ela Macholoi. Okay, interesting drasha. My Chavrus was telling me that, I forgot who says, Mechaloloi, because usually it says Mechalolei or Maisumas, in Lashon Akeva. And over here it says in Belashen Zachar, why the switch? So the Gemara Darshan, the switch, comes to tell us a special drasha that will be moichel you even for Avedah Zara. Omrav Yudomarav, Ilmali Shomri Yisrael Shabbos Rishoyinah, the famous Gemara. If Klai Yisrael would have kept one Shabbos, just one Shabbos, and that's the famous organization, keep one Shabbos, Lishaldo Behem Uma Velashen, no one would be able to rule us. Shenem Avi Bayim Ashvi, Yatsu Menom Lilkoit, Klai Yisrael is Mechal Shabbos on the first Shabbos. Moshe Rabbeinu tells them, forget about the man. There is no man on Shabbos. You'll get double portion. What do they do? They go out with their big baskets and they try, they carry it on the first Shabbos. They were metaltal and Mechal Shabbos on the first Shabbos. And therefore, right away, it says, Amalek comes and goes to war with Klai Yisrael, the famous thing that they jumped into the hot tub and they cooled it off for everybody else, blah, blah, blah. I love this. When Rabbi Yechanan, the Gala Dar, says in the name of Rabbi Shim Baichai, he never heard it from Rabbi Shim Baichai. He heard somebody else that said it from Rabbi Shim Baichai, but anyway, he repeats it from Rashbi. 
How many times have you heard this in a, in a I don't know, Shevet Brachas Rasha? If Klai Yisrael would have kept two Shabbosos, Miyad and Gala Mashiach would have came right away. This is also from that Aftoiro. Right? If you're going to keep Shabsoisai, plural, two, I'll bring them to the base of Migdosh. Rabbi Yisai, the Gemara now goes on. Rabbi Yisai. Nine things that Rabbi Yisai says. More than nine things, but nine in one category. He says, Oh Rabbi Yossi, Yechelki, I wish my portion in Oilam Haba is with Ma'ichli Shalishudas B'Shabbos. It's almost amazing. What is he talking about? What? Rabbi Yossi didn't keep Shalishudas. He didn't do three meals. You have to say that in those days, they weren't into it that much. And he wanted to emphasize and say, Rabbi Yossi, we must eat three meals. I wish I could be in the, in the section of people that eat the three meals in Gan Eden. Oh, Rabbi Yossi. So he goes on. Nine things that he wishes that he could be in their section. I wish I could be from those who finish halal every day. Whoa, stop. You take a beautiful song of halal and you sing it every day. It becomes mundane. It becomes rut. It's just... Not the same thing that you're just saying, you're not, you're not praising Hashem anymore. Unfortunately, that's what we kind of do, sort of, when we dive in, but it's really bad. What's this does? Baruch Hashem, I don't hear him, but it's just one Shabbos. What does it have to do with us? I have no idea. I'm, I'm assuming it's Avi. Put on Mordechai and David. Great. There's other songs that you missed. You're like 10 minutes behind. I don't remember that was just one Shabbos. Oh, just one Shabbos. I, I hear what you're saying. But it, not if you just keep one Shabbos. In one Shabbos. Just one Shabbos and we'll all be free. Oh yeah, that's what he means. I, I get it. Now I get it. Okay. I've been singing this song my entire life. Thanks, Avi. Noop shot in the song. I thought just one Shabbos in the future. I hear. Okay, great. Noop shot. Aha. It's good to come to this year. You learn Noop shot them all the time. What Rabbi meant to say is if a person says Pesuk the Zimra, says Rashi, the two Mizmarim, not the whole Pesuk the Zimra that we're familiar with, the ones, Hallelujah Hashem, Min Hashomayim, and Hallelujah Kel B'Kadshoy. And if you look in the Mishnah Bruro, when it comes to skipping, what, what should you skip now when you come late to Shul, sometimes you have to skip some stuff. So the Mishabura brings that these are the these two halalukas are the ones you should not skip. These are very important ones. But anyway, Rabbi Yaisi says, I wish I could be in Ganadin with the people that say those two, not the halal. This is very important. This Naftali can tell you all about. There's a bunch of people that dive in every single day Basikin. This is amazing. Naftali Rishal, I think he dives every day. I won't tell you what Shuli Davin's in because then you'd, you'd have to give it more tzedakah or whatever. Going to, talking about Vesikin, I just told you, when I, when I grew up, my father would wake me up at 4.30 in the morning. It was normal. I thought it was normal. I didn't realize I could fight him and say, uh, I'm, I'm, I need to sleep, Rabid. He's like, I woke you up once already. What's wrong with you? Why are you not out? And then we would go out in the, the 10 degree weather and walk to Shul 
and then be scared we're going to get shot by who knows who, and then whatever. That was the day. Those are the days. Father never missed of a second in his life, ever. I wish I could be from those people who get up when the sun comes out and daven mincha when the sun goes down. Everything to do with the sun. Now we learned in brachas, you shouldn't daven mincha when the sun goes down. That's dangerous because something might come up and you might, you might, uh, you might miss it. But anyway, in the it's a big mitzvah to daven by nets. micro. Where do we see it in the pasuk? Yiruucham shemesh. We should, so we learn it. You should, you should be, you shall be seen with the sun. Vilifnei yoreach doir doirim. Mincha also as the sun goes down. Varim yosi. Yechelkim imesei bechaylamayim. My chaylak should be with those who die from intestinal disease, like the Chazanish. His entire life had intestinal disease. He used to learn all those svarim he wrote while he was lying down. Imagine learning in a laying down position, or like my mother Allah died from pancreatic cancer, intestinal disease. Tosis says on top here, if you look at the top, Tosis, Lios nekiim utahoyim kimalachi ashares. It's a it's the concept of forgiveness of chataim. It's such a painful death that you're forgiven and you die like a malach hashares. Unbelievable. Most of the tzaddikim die from intestinal disease. He wishes he could die as he's performing a mitzvah. Like uh, I remember this picture from there was a shooting in the. What's the name of that yeshiva? Right in the when you come into Yerushalayim, the uh, it was like a Hezder yeshiva. Uh, no. Whatever. And anyways, and there was a Merkaz Arav. Thank you, Merkaz Arav. And and there was uh, I think I, I I think it was there. There's a person that was nifter got killed on his gemara, like his, his head was on the blood all over the gemara. Also in in Harnof with dying during a mitzvah. It's unbelievable. It's a big schus. Big big schus. I wish I could accept Shabbos early, do an early Shabbos. And and, and do Rabbeinu Tam. You know, have Shabbos late, go Shabbos, have, keep Shabbos as long as possible. Where's Yeshua? Where's Yeshua in price? This is right here. I wish I could be from those who bring people in, who text the people. Who WhatsApp the people to come to the shir? Show people where to sit down. Not those who scream and bang on the bima. Lunchtime, time to get up. There's two things. There's a gabay That's a person that goes. He's not the nitzrach. He's a Israel Mayor Simon. Go goes over to somebody. And says, "Listen, I need you to give money to the kupa." So he's getting the money. I'd rather be that person that solicits money for tzedakah, and not the other person in the kupa that dishes it out. Why? Because the guy that dishes it out might be making a mistake. He might be biased. He might think this guy deserves it more than that guy, and he's making a big mistake. The money should be allocated to that guy, and that's a big problem. He's gonna, they're going to talk to him about it. But soliciting is soliciting. You're not doing anything wrong. You're going and soliciting. That you are the one that's making the whole thing happen. This is an amazing thing. When, when people say nasty stuff about other people and they're completely wrong, they make rumors about somebody, that's a tremendous, tremendous thing. Rapapa says, 
They were choshed me, and I didn't have it. I saw in the art scroll, he brings two stories, famous stories that we had. One was that Rav Papa was going up a ladder, and he almost tripped and fell down the ladder and died. Almost. He had a brush with death. So somebody told him, maybe perhaps a, a poor person came to you and you didn't give him tzedakah. So on that, Rav Papa says, no, not true. You're choshed me, not true. Another story we had in Brachas, I believe, that a Goya told him, sit down on this bed, and he refused to sit down. And then when he opened the bed, they found the dead baby there. So for that story, the art scroll says, he had to run away to another country because they said he killed somebody. Anyway, it's good that they choshed you when it's, when it's false. Om Rabbi Yossi, Chomesh B'Eloiz Baldi. Rabbi Yossi continues. I had five relations, V'notati Chamisha Arozim B'Yisrael, and from those five relations, I had five G'doy Le'adar come out. Umaninun, what are the names? Rabbi Shmuel B'Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Lozer B'Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chalafta B'Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Tils B'Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Nachman B'Rabbi Yossi, five G'doy Le'adar. Ah, Vardimos, he forgot about the sixth one. Hainu Vardimos, Hainu Menachem. It's the same person, Vardimos and Menachem. Vamaykarle Vardimos, Shepanov, He had rosy cheeks, he had red cheeks. Or a beautiful, glowing face. Lebeimer, the Rabbi Yossi, mitzvah soyna likim. What? Rabbi Yossi only had five relations. What about mitzvah soyna? Elo eimo chomesh bilos ba'aldi v'shonisi. Five times I repeated the act right away. And if you repeat the act, you have a ben zachar. And I had five sons from that. Says Taisvis, a very amazing, famous pshat, that he, for whatever reason, the Yushalmi says, he had five brothers that were nifter. And all five left over a wife without a child. So he was miyabim them, and the, the kicker is he's only miyabim them once because he didn't want to have any hanoi. He wanted to do it l'shem mitzvah. So he was miyabim once, and from that one time he was making shem la'achiv, what he the whole purpose of yibum, and he moved on. And from that he had, but what 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 he had with his wife, he had other children, other other gdolim. I don't know. From these five, that's what he had. That's what Taisa says. There's no mitzvah with the There's no mitzvah what? What did you say? No, no, so we'll see in Yibamas. I mean, the main thing was, the whole reason why they stopped Yibum is that people shouldn't have a personal pleasure from it. At the end of the day, she's your sister-in-law. She's awesome with The Torah made an exception. So once he was making the mitzvah, he felt, that's it. He divorced her. Regular get. No, I mean, there's no mitzvah sign once he divorced her. She got pregnant right away. Boom, I'm making the mitzvah. Shalom, divorce. See you later. Omar Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi, this is a sure way to end up in the hospital. Not recommended in our days, but Rabbi Yossi took it as a compliment. I never called my wife wife and to my ox ox. I always called my wife a house. It's a very, very bad idea. Now, why did he call his wife a house? He wasn't referring to her size. He was referring to, she's that Karis Habayis. She is the house. <laughs> I didn't mean to call you fat, honey. I said you're the house. You're the house. You are the house. Poof, poof. Ambulance, please. No, you're the house. Okay, fine. Sadi. Now this is amazing. His ox. He called his ox a name and he, he felt his ox is the field. That's what his ox is. Don't look at your ox as something that plows your field. Don't look at your wife that's somebody that takes care of your house. Your wife is, there is no house without your wife. There is no field without your ox. By the way, Hasidim today, that's what a lot of them call, not they, I've heard Hasidim, Shtib, they call their, their wives different names. 
interesting names. Like they won't, in public, they won't mention their wife's name. It's not Sneers. Omer Abiyasi, I'm not saying that that's Allah. I'm just, that's what they think. Omer Abiyasi, I never looked at my bris milah. Any big question. They asked Rabbi, my time what is the reason that you have this surname called Hakadosh? So the question is, how come Rabbi Yossi wasn't called Rabbi Yossi HaKadosh? If he never looked at his Mila, he should have the same surname as Rabbi. Says the Gemara, He was so makbid, he never put his hands below his belt. You could see till, till this day. There are people that walk around the street like this. I have such sneers that my ceiling never saw the inside of my shirt. So like, you, if you remove your shirt like this, up, inside out, then the ceiling will see the inside. No, I go under the cover, whatever he does, that n- the walls never saw his body. This is an amazing thing. I never contradict my friends. I never say no to my friends. I know I'm not a coin. But if my friends tell me, Mr. Kayan, Rabbi Yossi Kayan, get up there, Duchen. I don't argue with them. I go. Ani Oila. Says Taisis, what's the problem? I don't see a problem in it. Maybe there's a shtikal brachal of Atala, but the, why can't the Israel do it? Fine. So this is more difficult to understand. The way I understand it, Rashi says that it's, we're talking about Lashon Hara here, and the way Rashi explains it, the Chavetz Chaim has a big issue that it's not La'alacha. But if you want to say that Rabbi Yossi went la'halacha, so there's a concept of called or whatever the Lashon is. If there's something that can be translated in two different ways and you are able to say it in front of the guy one way, so that, that shows that what you said is not Lashon Hara. I can translate it to two ways. Fine. Omer Nachman, Taisili, should we continue, Noam? Okay, one more minute. Omer Nachman, Taisili. Now, everybody's Makaim the whole Torah, but Rav Nachman is saying, look, I excel in one mitzvah, like Rav Pinchas Scheinberg, his tzitzis. You know, everybody knew him for his tzitzis. I excel, what do I excel? The Kaimis Sholish Sudas B'Shabbos. I eat three Sudas and Shabbos. Omer Avi, the Taisili, the Kaimis even Tfila. I have Kavana in Davening. You have to see this Taisvis. I know that we're running out of time. But Taisa says, we learned in, in Mesechtis Brachas, even tefillah means that I, ex- I expect that Kodesh Baruch Hu to answer my tefillah. Taisa says, that's not what we're talking about here. But listen to this. Five lines from the bottom. No one, there's no exception to the rule. You are going to space out in davening, says Taisa. I have a tremendous akaris atayv to my brain. When I get to moidim, my, my body subconsciously just bows. I have no idea where I am. There was a guy that was on vacation. They just had it. There's a guy on vacation. He's in the Bahamas by the, by the ocean. Was, uh, he's looking at the beautiful clear water. And all, a guy, all of a sudden, somebody punches him right in the chest. And he realized that he's a milshman asray. He was just spacing out. He went to Tzlach, Everybody is going to be over on this thing, says Taisus. Yushami says it, not me. You go and space out. So I want to be in, in the Mechitza. I excel, says the Gemara, in Tvila. 
I didn't space out. Fine. Omar Avuna Breda Yeshua. Taisi Lee, my I excelled. Like Siginarabam is Bigilar Raish. I didn't go four Amas, uncovered head. Fine, you know, let's just stop here. It's a, it's a beautiful sugis. We'll continue from here, from Omar Rav Sheshes. Make a, a, a sign here. Omar Rav Sheshes. Noam, some Dylan, please. it's day 180 of this cycle, says David Feinberg. 180, 180. Ah, oh, so it's close to 118. I was wondering what 118 has to do with today's daf. It's 180. Okay, 180, 118. Good day to you. 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 Good List house. Okay, so it wasn't so bad. I wasn't so off. Ah, uh, uh, you were great. Yishkoyach, doctor. Thanks. The neshamas should have an aliyah. Uh, Just tell us, how, how is it to grow up with sisters that are doctors? Like, how does it work? They're older than you? They're younger than you? They took I, your lead? The, the older sister was not a doctor. The two youngers were doctor. Both my parents were survivors. They died very, very young. And we listened. They said, you're going to be doctors? And we said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my father-in-law. My father-in-law and his brother are doctors, both surgeons. One is a, a, a brain surgeon, and my, my father-in-law is a head and neck surgeon. And that was it. They, that's what their parents told them to do, and that was, the, that was it. Yeah, yeah. We listened. I'm a retina surgeon. My uh, younger sister is a radiologist, and my youngest sister uh, did nuclear medicine. Wow. Unbelievable. A bright family, bright Jewish kids. Beautiful. Uh, 